Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Peace Family is 19 Keys. It's the most dangerous podcast in the world. Make sure y'all tap in for some war room, some high-level conversation, and keys to be able to unlock and stimulate that guy within. Tap in. This episode is brought to you by Infinite Wealth Strategies. Infinite Wealth Strategy is a course that I created for all those who want to tap into everything blockchain. Also, for those who want to be a part of a community that is growing and learning together. We go from everything from the metaverse, cryptocurrency, tokenomics, non-fungible tokens known as NFTs, ways to understand decentralized finance and learning how to utilize it. Also, things just from learning three to four week book strategies and how to become an author, how to set up trust, how to move private, right? We have weekly classes on masculinity, femininity, spirituality. There's so much that's involved in it, but once you tap into the infinite wealth strategies, you become a strategist on how you can produce wealth for your future. Come and learn financial literacy, how to put together a portfolio, or just come learn how to earn cryptocurrency so you can start making money in the market that's producing millionaires on a daily basis. Tap into Infinite Wealth Strategies and you will have access to 2022. So all things that you didn't learn this year, you got probably about two more months to go ahead and put it all in your head. And this is an all-you-can-learn situation. We're going to charge you one time, and once you're in, the knowledge is yours forever. And it will give you a return on that investment to the day you die. Infinite Wealth Strategies. Um, and this segment of the Mind of Keys in the BWO Vault is to be able to give you a deeper, deeper relationship with the mindset that I have so that I can be able to impress you with these same sort of thoughts and ideas and you can figure out where you want to apply it in your life. Listen, what everything that I do is to make you a dangerous thinker. Today, what I want to get into, and this is something that's helped me along my journey and my thinking process, and it's about synchronicity. Um, For those who don't know, synchronicity is finding the meaning in the otherwise meaningless. I want to read to you something about synchronicity because it also allows me to be able to synchronize with my environment, the vibrations, the frequencies, and find my purpose in every particular moment. Now, on this one, it says that, and this is something I probably wrote maybe about three years ago, and I have all of these thought concepts that I utilize throughout my life. Right. And these thought concepts become the institutions that I use in order to be able to move on my daily basis. And this is how I view the world from my high level observer lens. And as you all know, higher level observation just more so speaks upon controlling what you see and not being controlled by what you see. All right. Let's tap in. It says the 19 keys allow me to be in constant synchronicity with my journey. 
consistently finding keys to unlocking my purpose and enlightenment. Along my journey, what I observe leads the way. If I miss the signs, I will not achieve success. Along my journey, which means I will not fulfill my purpose. Modern microphysics turned the observer once again into a little lord of creation in his microcosm. With the ability to at least partially of freedom and choice and fundamentally uncontrollable effects on that which is being observed. But if these phenomenon are dependent on how, with what experimental system they are observed, then it is not possible they are also phenomena, extra corpus that depends on who observes them, i.e. on the nature of the psyche of the observer. That's Wolfgang Pauli. Now, what I essentially just spoke upon is what I'm going to dive into a little bit for those who didn't understand what any of that meant. If the observer affects reality with consciousness, it must also be true given that the fact that each observer consciousness is different than his psyche effect is different. Perhaps even customized to his conscious observations, he or she can find meaning in what is observed. Interpretation. If the observer affects reality with consciousness, it must also be true given the fact that each observer consciousness is different than his psyche effect is different. Perhaps even customized to his conscious observations, he or she can find meaning in what is observed. I hope that didn't go over your head. In plain terms, what it means is when you take time to observe your reality, what you might find is meaningless coincidental occurrence may actually have unapparent meaning. And figuring out what it means makes a difference from interpreting the signs of the universe to interact with opportunity for a successful journey. In other words, life. I believe in order to live in synchronicity, you must be aware to interpret the signs. You must be in a constant state of updating self, recognizing change, being present, centered, balanced. This state requires energy, energy in the psyche an enlightened mind not only recognizes the synchronicity, but causes it. Much like an entrepreneur person, or any person really, but entrepreneurs especially, who always have something miraculous happen along their journey. That always allow them to stay on the journey. I say entrepreneurs especially because I'm an entrepreneur on that journey. And the same time as you have a startup journey, and... When you about to pay a bill or you need to pay a bill rather and you on that journey, you happen to find that money. It happens to come together. Everything has to merge because you no longer have any outside energy, outside bosses or check. Everything has to align in order for you to be able to stay consistent on that journey. Right. And you have to interpret all of the signs and the information around you to figure out how this has anything to do with me being on my journey. And if you distract it. Whether it's a friend, whether it's relationship, whether it's a club, whether it's movies, whether it's stress and anxiety, not allowing your mind to perform, you will not have the ability to consciously be aware of all of the signs that will lead you to be able to stay on the journey. So for me, it was always making sure that I'm always present in the present moment is where you have all of the power. Now. This whole conversation leads me to physics, right? When we're talking about the observer. And this is what um, Wolfgang was talking about, which was a famous thought leader, Wolfgang Pauli. And he's talking about the thing that they have, the slit test. And the slit test was a test about atoms. And this test of atoms was essentially saying that they would shoot atoms through this slit of paper. And an atom would behave different depending on if it was being observed Right. If human beings were watching it, 
then the atom will behave different as a single particle or as a wave particle, light particle, meaning that it would spread across or it would go straight. Now, they tried to figure out why the hell does the atom act differently when consciousness observes it. So they even tried to tweak the test. They said, okay, let's see what happens if we don't look at it at all. So they had a different measurement tool that was there. But the atom is so smart. And the intelligence of the atom knew that it was still being observed. Right? And then they had to think, well, does time affect the atom? Does it know that it will be observed afterwards and there's no way of tricking the intelligence of the atom? So they really had no way to observe the atom and to understand and see what the atom looked like without human consciousness observing it. So all of that to say is that when things are observed, they change. Human consciousness has a change on observation. It has an effect on reality because everything around our world is made of fast-moving particles and atoms. So when I think about things like 444, numerical patterns, those are just frequencies, right? But what does it mean? See, for somebody that has a low level of consciousness and they walk in a room, let's say it's the same thing as a man views a woman with a low level of consciousness, he might not view all of her importance. He may not view all of the value that she has, that she may be able to help him on his journey. He may be thinking with a low level consciousness and all he sees is her exterior beauty. And all he wants is lust and, and one night to command, right? But if he had a deeper level of consciousness, he can interpret this meaning to see that this is the very woman that will allow me to bring out the vision of my potential. You understand me? And he will go deeper into interpretation of that and investigate that and be present in that moment and try to figure out how to extract all of the value. It's the present where you are the most aware. So when we talk about the effects that we have on reality, when I interpret things with my number 19 and I utilize my powers of uh, uh, deduction, you understand me? I find a lot more meaning than the average person because I hypothesize what could this all mean? And then I experiment to see if it all true. How does it connect? You understand me? So I'm going to always find the connections. I'm going to always not only find the meaning, I created the meaning. Because the woman that you walk past that was beautiful, perhaps it had no meaning. Before a man that has a higher level consciousness, he applies so much more depth to the situation. And in everyday life as you move, and if you're always thinking about, hmm, what is the meaning? What did that mean? What did this mean? How do I apply the meaning? So in order to live a meaningful life, you have to be present. You have to be aware because that's where you have all your power. When you came into the BWO, you seen a sign. Sign was BWO. It had symbols. The black guys had converged. They came together. But what does that mean for you? Is it finally that opportunity for you to take or you so distracted? Maybe it took you two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times to hear it. And then you finally jumped into it. But imagine if the first time you heard he said, I knew it. And some of you all do. Some of you all love those revolutionary types. You hear it one time and you already know. I know the meaning of this. This is my opportunity. I get to fire my job. I get to learn these new skill sets. This is my lease on a whole new life. You understand me? So learn to be present. And synchronicity is finding the meaning and the otherwise meaningless. 
So when we look around, signs and symbols is for the conscious. They all have meaning, but not all of us are aware of them. Story time. I remember one day Amari Hardwick paid my rent, right? Now he ain't just say, hey, I'm going to pay your rent and just give you the money straight off. But I was working for myself and I had a business downtown Oakland and a sign was posted outside the store. And this sign said um, they're going to be filming, right? And they're going to be shutting down the block. Now, they're going to start the filming on Sunday, and we're usually closed on Sunday because it's not that high traffic. Now, unfortunately, I needed to pay my rent, right? So I didn't have enough money to pay my rent, but I wasn't panicking. You understand me? Because panic takes away from the consciousness of the present moment. Stress takes away from the panic Oh, from the consciousness of the present moment. So I said, you know what? I can go home, shed my tears of failure, chill on this Sunday and not be in motion. When motion is work, work is energy. So as long as I'm exerting energy, I'm working. And I knew the formula of success was work. So I said, nope, I'm going to stay on the move. So I said, you know what? I'm going to go that Sunday. I'm going to see what they talking about. What movie they filming? I'm going to see what's the meaning in this. Perhaps... There's way more meaning than I even know. There's opportunity there. So I show up that Sunday. I open it up. And I'm specifically opening the store up for the opportunity that is going to be film crew there, that they're going to be shooting a movie. And maybe some people that's there will come in and buy because I need the money. So I interpret my first sign. I open it up. They park the campers, or they're not called campers, but were... The actors and the actors, you understand me, are on their buses. They park them right there in front of the store. So we open it up. And here comes Thompson walking out in slow motion. You understand me? Tessa Thompson. And then she come in and then I see my bro, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield walked. I said, Get out of here. That's the breath from Get Out. I ain't say get out of here, but you know, I'm saying that now. But that was the breath from Get Out. And the movie had just came out, so it's fresh. You know what I'm saying? And he walked in the store. He's like, what up, bro? They check in. They looking at the, the cloth. You know, at the time, I got some amazing pieces in there, all custom stuff. So they picking. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to definitely get some. So instantly, he come in there, spend about six, $700. I said, oh, <laughs> You understand me? Tessa Thompson come in there. She spent like 40 bucks. She said, I want this hat. She bought this hat. You understand me? It was a hat that said bless. And it had it in Arabic and it had it in English. She came and bought it. Then the director of the movie, the producers, everybody came in because they were just in awe and in love with the designs and the aesthetic of the store and the symbols that they seen. They like, where's this gem even come from? So they walk in there, they buying in and she like, you know what? I'm like, we need to be in this movie, though. So they joking, and they like, you know what? Y'all probably could. You understand me? So I say, say word. So here I'm thinking, like, well, this is an opportunity for me to get paid. You understand me? At the same time, like, it sounds like money to me. So we get the job to be in the movie as extras, but we still didn't have enough money. Still juggling the finances. You understand me? And so the very next day, they say, you know, Ghost go be there. Now, that's when power just popping off. So we like, Ghost going to be there. Oh, yes, yeah, it's only popping. I can get Ghost to wear one of these Black Dreams Matter. He seemed like he'd do something like that. 
that was one of my popping um, designs at the time. Black Dreams Matter, going viral everywhere. So he pulled up that the next day. We on set. You understand me? Um, well, at the time, we wasn't on set. We was at the store. But we had shut down the store to go on set to politic and network. You understand me? Interact with opportunities. So I get there. I see Amari. I'm playing cool. Like, I ain't about to be hollering at bro like that. Like, it ain't even that serious. You understand me? But then they on set and my younger brother was on the same scene that he was on. I was on a different scene, right? And he seen Mari and he started talking with bruh, right? Because I'm telling bruh, like, this is the opportunity. So bruh went over there to go talk to him. And somebody else was all on this jock. And my little brother like, man, that shit whack. He just basically told him the truth about something that was his perspective. And Amari tuned in like, oh, it's a realness. You understand me? Little Brett told him about the store, Bashir. They walked over to the store. He hit me like, hey, he want to come check out the store. At the time, I had just fired Prada, but they taught me how to do clientele, right? So what I did is I set the store up in a particular way where it only had all of the sizes for Amari Hardwick throughout the whole store. And I set it up for a personal shopping experience, right? Now, he didn't know I did all of this before he got in here. Because I basically wanted him to, when he walked in, I wanted him to have a certain experience when he walked in throughout the store. To look at these sizes, to look at this design, to only have his sizes on the rack so he could feel like, oh, all of this is for me. So he come in there instantly and start identifying. One of the first things that he seen was this eagle that I had. And the eagle, you know, I always had that because it represented fearlessness. The eagle is the only bird that doesn't have a predator, you understand me, unless it's hunted by its own. So the eagle gets to live life completely fearless and free to be able to spread his wings and live. So he walk in, he see that eagle, and he say, you know what? I live on Eagle Street. You understand me? Show me eagle tattoos. You understand me? Instantly say, oh, I love this. Let me get that. Picking up glasses. Let me get that. We had one jacket there. It was gold. It was uh, satin. And it was... Um, I could probably put the picture up, matter of fact, put the picture up. And it was black, and it was the same colors, I believe it was an alpha. You understand me? So he bought that of a one-on-one. You understand me? He said, oh, snap, like it was perfectly in tune. And he liked it so much, he had posted it up in Ward and all of that. And probably spent, he's, at the time, he spent more than any other customer had spent with me. And it was enough to pay my rent, and my rent was due the very next day. Right. And we sat there and we chopped it up probably for about two hours. Just talking about life, talking about the future of power. Definitely didn't go where he thought it was going to go. But that's another story. You understand me? And I just always thought about that because I'm like, damn, who would have known from that day I woke up that ghosts would have paid my rent? Right. But if I'd have never interacted with opportunity, if I didn't see those signs, if I wasn't present, if I didn't put myself in motion and work. You understand me? If I wasn't in synchronicity to find the meaning in the otherwise meaningless, then I wouldn't have been able to stay on the journey that I'm on today. And I do that every single time of my life. You understand me? I never stop. I'm always in emotion. I'm always interpreting the opportunities. I'm always in synchronicity. And I've learned not to be surprised when things go right. To not be surprised when things go right. People hit me all the time. Yo, that's incredible. Yeah, it's supposed to be incredible. The universe reacts to the feelings that you have. 
You understand me? And the more that you think things are not supposed to happen, the less that they happen. So regardless of what happens for me, I'm always thinking, oh, that was supposed to happen. Relax. Don't overly talk about it. You will make the opportunities distant when you act like they were supposed to be distant. So make sure you stay in synchronicity. Make sure you stay in flow with everything in your environment. There's so much going on that most of us don't understand today. You understand me? And we need to be in synchronicity with our environments the same way Bitcoin machines have been in the hood for the last six, seven years. And if we had enough presence and awareness, instead of going to that store where you bought a black and mild, going to that store where you bought a Garcia Vega, or you bought you some white papers, or you just bought you some Swiss rolls or whatever the hell you bought from that store, the ramen noodles. <laughs> Imagine that little Bitcoin machine that was there and you stopped for a second because you're just extremely present. You're just aware of all of the things in your environment. You say, what's this change in industry? What is this machine? You ask Abubu, what's this? You understand me? He said, that's the Bitcoin machine. And you say, Bitcoin? What's Bitcoin? Spark of curiosity, meaning and otherwise meaningless. And then you investigate. And then you say, you know what? Let me interact with opportunity. Let me just buy some Bitcoin. Right? And then I'll research to see what these opportunities are that I just invested in. Or I wanted to invest and then come back. And you could have did that. And $5, $10 could have turned into millions of dollars. Right? And so the question becomes is how many opportunities that we are not in sync with on an everyday basis? The same way in 1995, our parents had the opportunity to investigate the internet, to understand it. But we were also in 1995, as Netscape was an IPO for the internet, the Million Man March was happening. The 94 crime bill that just happened and black people are in disarray thinking about their future because we fighting against oppression and our disunity and the disintegration of the black family. So we didn't have time to think about creating our own social media platforms. We didn't have time thinking about investing into the Internet IPOs and buying Internet IP addresses so that we can hold on to digital real estate. Right. We didn't have time or we didn't have the money for our parents to invest in. It's the same way that. Um, um, Elon, no, not Elon Musk, the other rich guy with Amazon. I'll be forgetting these guys' names. Jeff Bezos. You understand me? The megalomaniac. His parents gave him $200,000. Then he went to other family members that gave him $50,000. It's not that they're smarter than us or you. Your parents didn't have the money. My parents didn't have the money. We didn't have the thoughts or the hindsight or the time to be in present moments where all our crazy ideas can be invested into or our energy could even be thought towards our imagination. We had to put it towards our survival. So now what I'm telling you is the fact that we have NFTs, we have the Internet, we have blockchain, we have social media, we have all of these different opportunities. Don't waste them away not being present because you're not in synchronicity with your environment at all times. And you're not finding the meaning in the otherwise meaningless. It's only meaningless because of your consciousness. Interpret the opportunities and interact with the success. So, in this world of physics, we start off as small atoms, right? And 
as we move and we become more denser and we take on full bodies and we have minds and hearts and spleens and kidneys and, and spines and, and, and blood and we become full human beings. Remember, we started off as just pure energy and we steal that energy and we're just fast vibrating molecules of energy and whatever frequency that you on, you produce that matter of reality. So whatever you think matters is what you materialize. So in the black world order, it's all about getting you onto a frequency that materializes the things that you actually want to see and the things that you envision. A paradigm is a set of habits. It's the way your mind thinks. You understand me? If you're making 30,000, 40, 50,000 a year, it's your paradigm. How do you change a paradigm? You understand me? Some of, somebody think that, okay, there was a story about how a speaker went into a company. And in this company, um, the top salesperson only made $100,000, right? And this guy said, you know what? I'm going to go in there. I'm going to speak to your people. I'm going to give them the sales training. And I'm going to boost it up to 200000 right? So he went in there. He talked to him, And he said, <clears throat> Um, how many of you all think you can do 200000 next month, right? Now, everybody, nobody raised their hand because nobody had did 200000 The top guy in there doing 100000 You understand me? Um, and they like, I don't think we're going to be doing that. Our goals is 100000 We ain't did that yet. And then it went back to the old conversation of when the first person had ran the mile. At first, everybody didn't think it was possible. Then when he did it, it broke the mental barrier. Then everybody did it. So he went in there and he said, no, I want you all to make your goal 200,000. I want you to believe it. I want you to set it. You understand me? I don't only want you to believe it. I want everybody around you to believe it. I want that to become the air. I want that to become the frequency, the environment, the culture. The first person that make this 200,000 get this bonus. When the first person made that 200000 and they did, they came back within the time that he said that they were going to make it because it only took that first person to believe it. Once that first person believed it, it spread like wildfire. They went from breaking the ceiling, from having a ceiling of $100,000 to now believing in this $200,000. So that became their new ceiling. And then he came back and he told them, stop making ceilings. Every time you make a ceiling, you agree to a limitation. See, you went to a client and you sold them something for $10,000 because you made them believe in that. Then you made them believe in $100,000 the same way you made them believe in the 10. And all you got to do is add the value of why. What's your value proposition? It's the same thing for anything that you sell and anything that you do. Once you stop believing then it starts becoming true. Once you start believing, it starts becoming true. So we have our subconscious fixed mindset and our ideas, and those are our values. Those are our belief systems. Those are the things that are very hard to change. And then we say, well, how do we change it, Keys? I've been wanting to change my mind for so long. I've been wanting to commit to progress. I'm tired of moving a certain way. 
One of the things I like to do anytime I want to make a change, I have to find a reason first. You know, I got to figure out, okay, what will make me commit to this goal? You know, commitment, you got to have something that sticks with it. You understand me? When a man finally commits to a woman and he gets done with his adolescence, that's because he's found a real reason that's connected to his values on a subconscious level. The same way a man believes in God, he has to believe in the commitment of this relationship attached to that same sort of type of value system. Something that won't move has to be stuck with them. I fast first because the fasting allows me to do a reprogramming of my body and my brain and my discipline. I'm giving up one thing to make room for another. You understand me? And I'm starting to create a shift in my brain. I'm starting to create a shift in my mind to where I'm feeding my subconscious thought and forcing it through conscious behavior. It's like I'm knocking at the door constantly and your subconscious mind like, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You understand me? I can't hear you. Because we're not controlled by our conscious thoughts. We're controlled by our subconscious minds. Our subconscious mind is is what we ride our bike with. It's what we move with. I don't have to think of my hand to move or this to move. I have to program myself at some point in time for my natural flow and state to move the way I do. When you become programmed with something, you become impregnated with it. It becomes that part of what they call firmware on a computer. And on a computer, that firmware is the hard part to change. You understand me? It's not like the regular programming of the computer. You can change the desktop, the colors, the look. But the way that the actual computer is programmed and the software that it's ran on, that's not the part that the average person knows how to go in there and make those tweaks. So all of that programming comes through language and coding. That's why I say every level of consciousness comes with the new language. Right? The moment you change your language, you change how you express yourself and you change the function of your behavior. Once you change what you eat, which is directly tied to your habits, you start to throw off your brain patterns from falling into this one function of a box to where it's like, oh, wait, where do I go from here? Giving it the opportunity to make a new connection, to create a new pattern of thinking. And this is what we're always working on is how do I change my pattern of behavior, my pattern of thinking, new information, new environments forces your mind to start creating new patterns, new connections, new thoughts, new ideas, old places, same places, same person, nowhere new, new vision, new excitement moves you in different direction because you will move towards the frequency of your feelings. So once you can match your mind with heart, all you're matching is your mind with your feeling. Your feeling is what you utilize in order to propel the thought out there. You have to believe the belief is the feeling of the thought because feelings are fast moving vibrations, emotions. That's all they are. Human beings are driven by what they feel. So when a person is attracted to something, you can become attracted to something through repetition. The more feeling that you have, the more frequently you see something, it creates a chain of reaction and it becomes your frequency. If you see something a thousand times, what is that frequency? That's a thousand hertz. Think of it like that. 
So now you're more attracted to it because of the vibrational frequency, which causes an attraction. So now you have it in your mind. You have a vision of it. This works in marketing. The more people see something, the more attracted they are. How do I know? There's a study. This study went over to where they were placing people in these classes. And in these classes that they were placing these people, these were the students that were in it didn't know that these people were being placed in more classes than other students that was in their class. So they did a test and they rated the attractiveness of the people around them. And it was all of the people that they had more classes with, they rated with a higher level of attraction. It's the reason that there's no such thing as bad publicity. If you have a book that is widely unknown and you get bad reviews off of it, more people just knew about it. Increasing the attraction and the opportunity for people to go buy it. So it is the attention economy that we're living in. When you look at your environment and you see those 444s and those numbers and those things repeated, all you're seeing is the vibration that you're living on. It's a communication. It's a frequency, but you have to interpret it. So as we look at how we design our lives, we have to ask ourselves, do we agree with the repetition of our environment? Do we agree with the way we eat, think, the way we speak, the people we hang around, the things that we do, the things that we think, the information that goes into our mind on a daily and consistent basis? And the way that you interpret whether you agree with it is you look around, you audit your bank account, you audit the type of relationships. Are you happy with the relationships that you have? You think about the goals and you think about the goals that you set and the goals that you've actually met. Right. Think about your health. Do you have energy right now? How do you feel about yourself? What is your confidence levels? If you don't get around about yes and you feel positive about answering those questions in the best way possible, then that's a good way to check that I don't agree with the repetition of my environment. I don't agree with the frequency I live my life on. I don't like it. And it can be small tweaks you make. Ah, uh, Maybe I'll stop eating so much sugar. Maybe I'll stop eating out so much, spending so much money on, on, on things that don't bring me anything back. Maybe I'll Stop hanging out with that friend so much because we have a thousand conversations and none of them has led to a better life. So you have to ask yourself, where are you investing your time? Isn't it giving you a return on that investment of energy spent? Synchronicity, finding the meaning in otherwise meaningless. Where were the times that your life was going better? but You didn't even think about it. Like this day was just better than other days. It was a reason something happened, right? So we learn to change our food intake because food equals mood. You understand me? You eat the right food, you have a better mood. That is just the science of the gut connection, the brain and the gut connection, right? And then once you do that, change your language, learn something new. When I want to learn business, I listen to the words in business, you understand me? When I want to learn, let's say if I want to learn accounting, I'm going to learn digital real estate. I need to learn what are NFTs? What is crypto? What is blockchain? What is a well? What is HODL? What are all of these worries that coincide with it? What is AI smart contracts? Or 
Should I just think that, well, that language is for everybody else? When I was working a job, I had to learn Mandarin. Ni hao ma, ni xiao yong so ma. Nega hao, nega bu hao. Ni hao kan. You understand me? I had to learn Mandarin so that I can interact with more of the opportunity in my environment and it allowed me to unlock more opportunity in my environment because I didn't even know when there was opportunities in my environment. I'll be listening, declining to be asking, oh, I wish I had a red bag. I wish I had some red shoes. I wish they had it in this color. I wish they had this. And now I can hear it. But they speak in another language. And there's other people that's working with me. They didn't study Mandarin. They want the results I got, but they don't want the ability to be in synchronicity with their environment. That person heard that language, found no meaning in it. I heard it. Oh, they just said what they wanted. It's not out here in the cases. So what I do, instead of even letting them know I understand it, I go straight and grab exactly what they asked for. And then get shocked like, oh, does he understand this? And nine out of ten, they would buy it. And my sales increased tenfold because I had the ability to interact with opportunities because I found a meaning in the otherwise meaningless. I learned the language of my environment. So now I was able to have more frequent transactions than anybody else, increasing my sales. First year I worked for Prada, I sold $3.5 million. That told me I could sell $3.5 million for myself. Somebody else, they think, wow, I can't wait to sell another $4 million for somebody else. Hell no. Nah. I gave all them people that time. And, all, and, and the thing they taught me is I had a skill that if I put all my time in myself, then I can deliver that for me. Why would I continue to stay at the job that takes the best parts of me and they use it for themselves if I can take the best parts of me and I can use it for myself? It only made sense. So I appreciate the education that I got because it allowed me to be in a position that I am. You understand me? And I never take myself for granted and I always stay in synchronicity with the opportunities that are around me. So make sure y'all tap in. Make sure you stay present. Make sure you be aware of your environment. Make sure you discipline yourself and become a disciple of the enthusiasm that you have every single day and you figure out a way to cultivate that enthusiasm. And then you execute and you get in motion. Peace family, 19 Keys tapping in. And this episode is brought to you by Goldwater. Now, sleep is probably the one most important thing that a human being can do. I know people used to tell you, come on now, entrepreneurs don't sleep and things of that nature. Don't listen to that. That's complete bullcrap. You need your rest, right? Now, the importance is that the universe has, or nature itself, has aligned the body, right, with a circadian rhythm. At 10 o'clock, we naturally are supposed to stop eating, and our body starts to secrete a fluid, making us tired, right, known as melatonin. Those who have heard of this understand this. We often disrupt that process because we have uh, artificial lights, blue lights within the day. And by the time we go to sleep, we never get into that deep, deep beta delta wave sleep. 
right? Now, this is not good. You want to get into that deep REM sleep because at night what happens while you are sleeping, your body is resting and regenerating, processing all the information from the day. Your cells are going there healing. Your body is digesting the food, clearing out your colons and the rest of your body. So when you wake up, you're clear and you're operating at optimal function. Now, one of the issues in society today is a lot of people don't dream. When they do dream, they don't dream in color, right? Or when they do dream, they don't have a lucid dream. And a lucid dream is when a dreamer realizes they're dreaming. That means that you have power over your subconscious faculties. The same way you have power in a lucid dream when you can control everything in your reality is the same way you can have power in a lucid woke state. But the lucid dream allows you to be able to figure out complex ideas and things that's going on in your own life and take control over it. Right. But everybody doesn't even know how to operate in that standard of reality that every human being has the possession to be able to tap inward to. We have great testimonials when it comes to Goldwater that our customers and our clients are always coming back and say, yo, I had my first deep dream in a long time. I've had great sleep. So sometimes I would take Goldwater right before I go to sleep. I also take it when I wake up in the rising. So it gives me that energy, it gets me started, I take it on an empty stomach 30 seconds before I eat anything in my stomach, and I take it at night. So it helps me secrete that melatonin, that electrify my brain, tapping into that third eye, decalcifying my pineal gland. So by the time I wake up, I am abundant, I am refreshed, I am ready to go, as all human beings should. Listen, I don't know what you're doing right now, but make sure you get a great night's sleep so you can wake up refreshed and then do it on the go and see if you're more in that electrical mode. Tap in. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.